Hi guys and welcome to another episode of ASC Connect. Today's episode is called Navigating Grey Areas and with us we have three students who have had a fair deal of experience navigating grey areas or trying to teach people about how to navigate them. So I'll start off with Elijah Boatin who is our current academic chairperson. Welcome Elijah. Then we have Imano Dako who is the current JEC chairperson. And finally, we have Nice Kaidi, who is the aspiring JEC chairperson. Or maybe at the time that this will come out, who knows? Maybe she would have, should have won the election. So, welcome, guys. <laughs> so, just to start off, just tell me a bit about your positions, what they entail, like on a day-to-day basis. Um, I think we'll start with Elijah, since you are also current. Okay. So, academic chair. Um, usually, people think... Oh, academic committee does not organize events and all of those things. So we don't know what they do. But I think most of our job has to do with making sure that the academic ecosystem is conducive enough. You go to classes and they are opened. You can study. Sockets in the classes are working. Faculty is accommodating. Student dynamic in terms of how students can assimilate information. Um, ethical issues regarding academics are minimized. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the negative light, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> mostly, you know, counseling and helping students out of like academic troubles, yeah. no matter how they come. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really what the committee is about. So that is if we are not organizing events, don't don't come for us. <laughs> just right? so busy guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You Bob. That's good. We're proud of you. Alright, <laughs> right, so essentially the role of um, the JEC chairperson is essentially the role of the JEC chairperson is to like um make sure like there's um discipline in the school, try to help um, you know sensitize students on the need to uphold integrity um, both academics and social and also you also help to mobilize student elections as well um, as we all are aware there's <laughs> currently we are we're in that, that process mm-hmm. and also um, another role of the JEC chairperson is to um, sit it's, it's part of the report that sit on the AJC as well as the academic chairperson <laughs> I know he intentionally excluded that <laughs> Because he doesn't want people to know that he's part of it. Because oh. the people actually think that JC is just the face of AJC, but then yeah. the academic chairperson is part of the people who sit on so AJC. Mm. We also organize um, um, conversations geared towards Anacode um, so that the class will then decide whether they want to vote to be on the Anacode or not. Yeah. Right. So essentially, that's like a summary of our rules and responsibilities. Right. So I guess we're nice. So. Now, looking at the positions you are currently holding, the position you are trying to get into, I'm guessing there was something that might have inspired you, a person, perhaps, who you maybe look up to. So, my question simply is, do you have any ethical role models that like, you really look up to and that have inspired you to now have this position? Yeah, you might know. So, for me, I have, like, um, two people like that I really look up to in terms of um, ethics. Um, the first is um, my big brother, our oh, firstborn. That's he's a very so how many siblings do you have again? Twelve. Twelve. Like, <laughs> 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 like twelve. <laughs> 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 
Not including me. Yeah. 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 We are, we are so 12 in general. Okay. We are very, very big. Yeah. I mean, we, we, have a, we, are, we are a football team with a one-sub. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very big family. So, um, like, the firstborn, um, he's, he's a pastor, right? Oh, nice. he's, a very, he's a very good man in terms of, like, his, his attitude and everything about him. He yeah. expresses a lot of humility, integrity in all of his doing. So, he's one of the people that I personally really do learn from like in terms of um, my attitude and how I conduct myself. Yeah. And the second person I would, I would mention is Patrick. Oh, I mean, yeah. look at him. Um, yeah. the, the president, Dr. Patrick Ewa, hey, not, not any other Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me be specific. So um, we look at him like he's a role model to all of us. His humility, mm-hmm. how he conducts himself, how his model that shares it to be like a, a school that raises ethical leaders. I mean, it's inspirational. So, yeah. right. these are the two people that I, I usually look up to. Right. Amazing stuff. So, That's for me, nice. uh, for the ethical model, I would say it's someone called Nyenawakana Frederick, and it's my dad. Oh. oh. <laughs> my dad is like the most honest, uh, humble, and I don't know how to explain, but yeah. like everything is direct like everything is honest even when you are joking and you are lying in your joke he'll be like no no lies even when you are joking so (laughs) every action that he does made me think wow i can be that person like the man would never never lie about something he'll just be direct with you so i remember this time they were in a meeting like with the president and prime minister and have to report what they did and uh, one of his colleagues did something to delay them and the man reported them <laughs> directly even if he knows that his job is at, uh, at the stake mm-hmm. and I was like dad are you like do you know how to compromise <laughs> just lie like so, and then be like no I know how life is I know how, what lies can do to someone mm. so just be direct and since then since i've been looking to my dad mm-hmm. i think all my actions are tend to be more like, like honest her. and something like that that's yeah. nice that's really cute what's up for you i think it's a combination of what they've both said so for me my first role model is my dad Aww. it's the last you knew him <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my dad I would say maybe because we come from a very solid spiritual background. So right. we, we sort of have our morals built on that. And my dad is not going to compromise, especially if it has to do with um, his spirituality, mm-hmm. which his morals take from, mm-hmm. you understand? And seeing a man like that growing up with him, all way through to this point, right? I, I don't think I have I can have any more ethical role model. Yeah. And he meant coming to Ashesi, meeting Patrick Ewa yeah. and how he's been able to carry the vision of Ashesi. And you you watched his um interview with um the CEO of MasterCard. Mm-hmm. And the way he spoke about ethics, the way he spoke about how passionate he is about raising ethical leaders in Africa and all of that, mm. you realize that the man 
the man understands what he's doing mm-hmm. yeah. and why he's doing it. And to learn from someone like that, I mean, you you are going to really have a lot to learn, and also it's going to be challenging, especially yeah. from where you come from. You know, in our high schools. We don't use ethics for anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to mention my high school. Yeah. But, but yeah, for most, you know, like high schools, yeah, they see that, oh, cool, like that's how life is. Yeah. Yeah, but coming here, I realized that Dean shared one time that even when you, you have an illegal connection to your meter and you are taking. Uh, light bills for free and all of that it's yeah. so unethical mm-hmm. i feel it sounded like oh this man is trying to be too prim pro mm-hmm. yeah. but i mean thinking about what ethics really is right. it cuts across so i'll go for my dad and right. patrick yeah right. so you like, just a random question do you by any chance share netflix account with anybody <laughs> so i think there's more of like oh you have a netflix account can i use your account to watch mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's not really you know it's a gray area it's a like gray area yeah Friend, I mean, I mean sharing I, is key. I, I use my sister's own. I don't, I don't pay for it. Okay, <laughs> let, let me ask you. Uh-huh. Do you ever share food with someone? Yes, but there's no policy against <laughs> sharing food, is there? Like, there's a policy against sharing Netflix accounts. Yeah. Uh, oh, so <laughs> oh, you don't give that to your little brother. You know. Yeah. Please argue with Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but yeah. clearly, you all come from um, backgrounds where people place a premium on ethics right but then in the positions that you find yourself in currently i guess it's more geared towards emmanuel and elijah would you say that your role has perhaps made you more aware of ethics or maybe it has shed some light on things that you're not too sure about but now you realize okay maybe this is wrong right initially i thought that this was accepted like how it's okay on netflix just right now and yeah. you just found out something from me you're welcome <laughs> and, like would you say that your role has had any impacts on how you interpret ethical issues or situations yeah i think especially being on the ajc right Mm -hmm. you see what we tend to do really is separate ethics from day-to-day activity and make it look like a set of rules that you have to follow but i think ethics is how you live like it should play out in your living right yeah because my experience as an academic chair and in all the things I do has taught me that you, things are two-way. It's either right or wrong, right? You don't... You don't it's simple and direct. Yeah. Did you take it? Yes, I took it without permission. It's stealing, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you realize that think some things might be difficult to analyze, like yeah. the Netflix account thing. I'm giving it to my little <laughs> brother. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't see it as oh, um, you know. So my brother should get a new account, mm-hmm. pay for a subscription. You know, all of those things yeah. matter, right? But you you get to see that ethics is simple and direct. Yeah. Right now, that moral relativism has become a thing in the world where everybody thinks they have their standard of, of right and wrong. Yeah. It becomes more difficult to you know, standardize 
what is ethical and what is not yeah. right but being an academic chair has really taught me that it's two way you're either right or you are wrong mm-hmm. sometimes you can <laughs> people try to use what's it called the, yeah a gray area and say oh it's not extremely wrong mm-hmm. and it's not extremely right you know it's just in between there but simple and direct if you try to understand it that way you realize that you try to always be in the right, right? right. instead of trying to make certain um, um i don't know accommodations or even compromise mm-hmm. to look right when mm-hmm. it's actually wrong yeah all right so basically you're saying that the answer is literally just right in front of you yes right? you just need to Accept it. Accept it because yeah. Yeah, sometimes there are some things that we want to do. We know that hmm, I might get into trouble if I do this, but I still want to do yeah. it. That's what you're saying. I, th- All right. I think if people uh, start thinking being ethical as a lifestyle, yeah. that would be normal. Not just yeah. trying to separate, as Eric Nigeria said, like mm-hmm. trying to separate it to other values. Like ethical, it should be like how you breathe. Like, yeah. Just if you know that something is not true, just say it. Like, don't do it. Or if it is not right, don't do it. If it is right, do it. But then we have this pressure, like peer pressure, maybe. Oh, I can lie for my friend. But we are like, if I can lie for you, you're not my friend. Like, because you should appreciate that I'm honest and that I care about you and that I'm direct with you. Like, if I see something wrong with you, I would rather let you like be pissed off for days, years or weeks, but then I won't I won't lie to you. If I okay, I don't hate people, but <laughs> yeah, if I see something wrong, I just say it. Or if I see something right, you know, it should be a lifestyle. Right. I think well ending on like touching on what she just mentioned. I think my role has also made me more assertive with, with certain things. If I see that things are not right. I'm not, I'm not afraid to tell you like you are this is not right let's let's put it or let's do it right or let's put it in the right way i've had to confront a few people <laughs> like that you know especially because of, by reason of my my position and i think it's really helped me in terms of you know gaining that confidence to actually tell people that maybe certain things are not right and then they have to like do it in the right way right. Yeah, initially I, I would i would probably not mind you if you're not, if you're doing it, or maybe I'll confront you, but I'll be I'll be so shaky about it because I don't want to end up offending you. All. Yeah. I think not that I will offend you, but then I'm very very assertive of late. Yeah. Right. So speaking about um, being assertive, right? There, there's a there's a situation that happened recently, and I was in the academic council meeting, and <clears throat> I was putting a point across, and I had to mention the word cheating. <laughs> and I don't know for some reason I don't know whether I was being too respectful to say the word cheating because I think cheating connotes something negative right I was just using words like cutting corners you know like trying to make like an innuendo that yeah something is wrong and Patrick just said Elijah I think you have to learn how to say the word cheating. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of assertiveness, it's something like very recently I've learned that just go for it. Yeah. Cheating. Hey, you are cheating. 
Right. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. So you you've all spoken about like just being assertive even with your friends, right? Regardless of the consequences if they don't take it well. But then um have you actually been in a situation where it was like it was a gray area or it was a question of integrity and you had to confront your friend about something? If you don't mind sharing that's just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have okay. Yeah, I have. And uh but the way I approached it was not good <laughs> because we were in this sports competition and then someone cheated and ran before others. Right. And what I did was run faster to, uh, before him and I waited to the end line and I made him trip. Similar to what, but it's not. I didn't like. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for me, I had there's this um, friend like we play football together. So we like we've been friends for for quite a long a long time. And then like I used to help him with because I was a year ahead of him. So okay. I used to help him with um, some of his assignments. If he doesn't understand, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get over a Zoom call and uh, maybe we try to like I try to explain certain things to him. And then there was a time. He sent me a question and like he wanted I even mentioned this during my breathing for days. He sent me a question and he wanted me to like help him solve him. So and it was giving me pressure, like I should get it done right now. I was like terrible. I'll do it for you. And then so it was still giving me pressure. So I asked him, like, what question is it? What's what assignment is it and when is it due? And I was like, he's in an exam one and then I should get the answer sent to him. I told him that nah. I could help you with assignments, so we discuss it together and then figure out the answers. But nah, not not to this extent. I can't help you cheat an exam. So. I mean, when I said it initially, he wasn't happy about it definitely, and he didn't talk to me for a while. You know, one one Ronaldo Messi argument brought us back together. Alright, Elijah. Yeah, for me, I I think I just dodged the situation, so. There was this guy who wanted me to, similar to that, right? They texted me prior to an exam mm. to plan out how to cheat. <laughs> 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 like, yo, Elijah, 
Yeah, I'll be taking an exam at this time. Please try and be online. So when I saw the message, at that time, I just put my phone on airplane. Because I knew if he wasn't going to text, he was going to call. Yeah. Right. And I just put my, I just dodged the situation. And after that, he came to tell me, oh, you browned me and all of those things that will make you feel bad. I was like, yeah. oh, my data was done. You know, I mean, it, it wasn't ethical too, but <laughs> exactly like I just sacrificed a, a, less, a big, a big, uh, a bigger unethical situation for a smaller one. But yeah, line is not small. But like this, like a situation that I could have told him point blank that what if he did it with someone else, right? Mm. So it, I still let him off the hook by not confronting him but in the end right what i realized was that i i felt good that i didn't contribute to something like this yeah but i also felt like i should have just told him you know what just take the exam you don't have to cheat to write the exam and pass how do you feel after you get 80 and someone who didn't cheat gets like 60 and you feel like you're a shark. You're not a shark. You just cheated. Yeah. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to all the people around you. And it's it's not it's not fair to any other person. And even to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So dodging the situation wasn't the best. Yeah. And perhaps lying after it wasn't either. But <laughs> I mean, it was one of those moments. Yeah. yeah. I mean I guess a lesson that was sort of touched on from Nice's story is eventually when she catches up with you. Right. It might not be immediate, but at some point, yeah, down the line, yeah. Yeah. of course, you face the consequences. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Very interesting story. <laughs> so yeah, you, Elijah and Emmanuel, you both spoken about how your friends wanted you to do things. They wanted you to help them cheat and all of that. So like from this, you can see that yeah, most of the people around us that are not ethical. So we, as especially as Chelsea students, we are supposed to be ethical. So how? How do we remain ethical in the world where the people around us are not? Hmm. I think the first thing is to let what ethics is be standardized among all of you. Such that even if they are doing what is wrong, what is unethical, they know that there is ethics and this is what it is and I'm doing the complete opposite. Right, because it's one thing if they they don't know, and it's another if they know and they are just being unethical. And how do you even approach that? That's what you asked, right? Take responsibility. Do what you think is right, right, and do it well. If you are able to prove to them that I can be ethical and still get at and beyond where you are they they would first of all not see the essence of being unethical for a long time i mean it's not after a day right if you are cheating on your exams and you are getting 82 and i'm not cheating i'm getting 98 you realize that (laughs) oh my god do you get what i mean (laughs) right so it's about you the ethical person taking responsibility and making sure that whatever it is you are putting in your all to make 
to make it known that things can be done in an ethical way and in a successful way. That's my point. Sorry. To add to what he said, all, but to add to what he, what he, what he shared, I think it would be good to, for you to take a stand. Um, no, there's, there's, let me, let me allow me to use like a Bible verse. Um, Job said that I've made a covenant with my eye not to look at a virgin lastly. So we decided to take a stand, not to like, you know, um, not to make sure like he, he looks lastly at someone. Yeah. So I feel like it's, and the same applies to ethics. If you if you take a stand that this is what you want to live by, this is what you want to go by, like it gets to a point, even in your lowest of lows, even in days where you're actually tempted to do bad stuff, by reason of the reputation or the name you've claimed, like you've given yourself, you don't want to do it because you feel like this is not who you are. This is not what you are defined by. So... Like, you sort of have to take a stand that this is what I want to do and these are the things I want to follow. And people will not even tempt you with certain questions anymore. Mm. Or will not, they will not even bother to tempt you with um, certain invitations that are unethical because they know that for this guy, he doesn't like those things. So it's like someone um, who is um, uh, preaching against, let's say, drugs, alcohol, weed, and all of that. If another person <laughs> who is involved in those things, when they see you, they will find it very difficult. To give you one that give yeah. it a try because you know you don't stand for those things you get it yeah. so if you take a stand people don't even think about um, coming to you uh, bringing you offers that are un- unethical yeah. and i think at some point you made them feel uncomfortable yeah. like when you're ethic and around you they are just analytical people at some point i know that you sit in your room you think about elijah you think about emmanuel and you'll be like Sometimes or somehow I want to be like that. So you just have to stay you and I know directly or indirectly someone will change because of your behavior. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think right. this also yeah. Right. So just to summarize what you said, make ethics a part of your life. Yeah. Stay true to who you are and then eventually people would move away from you and trying to get into something bad. Alright, lovely stuff. So, we've run out of time, unfortunately. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank all of you for spending your time with us and just sharing all your experiences and your stories. We really appreciate you. And to our listeners, remember to like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, comment, help us improve this podcast. And finally, remember to follow us on Twitter at AshesiSE. At, sorry, on Instagram at Ashesi Student Council and on Snapchat at ASC-SC. Thank you very much. And, and be ethical, guys. Help us. We beg. Taking agency decisions is difficult. Imano knows. But yeah, be ethical. And then as Daphne says, stay by plan. Alright, that's it for today. Alright, see you next time. Thank you for inviting us. Woo! Thank you guys. Thank you. One more.